G'day, and welcome to Feed for Thought, a regular podcast from Pioneer covering everything from farm systems to crops and products and much, much more. Radio, welcome back. We've actually just finished the beer, and now we're, now we're going to get a bit... Uh, so if you start slurring, yeah, Matt, well, yeah, or if, if Ian drifts off into some uh, ramble or something completely off topic, we'll know that he's uh, overdone the beers. That's about normal, though, yeah, isn't true, it? Yeah, true, yeah. true. So as you can hear, the boys are with me for this one, and we're coming off the back of looking at Ian or the last 25 years of, of your career or the, the industry, and now we get to going to dreamland, I suppose, with these beers, but what the future is going to look like. And probably we won't look 25 years out. Uh-huh. Let's just wind it back to, you know, the nearer future. And and what does farm systems look like? What does the industry look like? And, and yeah, delve on some or use some of your experience, I suppose, Ian. Uh-huh. And this is this a shot to be the oracle. Actually, was, yeah. No, it was really it – because was, it was, uh, as you were saying, 25 years, I thought, well, I'll be dead in 25 yeah. years probably. And I'll be retired. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I'll have to find some friends. It'll just be you. <laughs> Hopefully you'll be doing 25, you'll be another uh, 25 years of podcast. Yeah, I mean, that's, jeepers. You know, that's well, that'll be, be a milestone. And Bianca, our producer, will just be like heading up Microsoft somewhere or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll have to find some co-hosts then. And, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, otherwise it'll, um, it'll bore, the, bore the audience. Look, I, I mean, it's really hard to look into the future, obviously, because the reality is that probably the next five years would be sorted. What do you reckon, Wade? Yeah, I, th- I think so. Those, those are easier to see, that, that sort of time frame a bit easier to see, isn't it? Because yeah. it's a bit tw- of a continuation of the trajectory okay. that we're on. So, so but in 25 years, we like if you think about 25 years, the government set some standards around things like predator-free New Zealand. It's 2050. Hmm. Um, I know that some of our greenhouse gas numbers are out of 2050. Hmm. Uh, plan change one uh, in the Waikato uh, Māori have given 80 years, hmm. so that'll be hopefully three quarters of the way through their 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 um I'll be know. dead by that one. And and yeah. water quality right, yeah. water quality standards will probably take that much time to see, you know, material oh, changes. Absolutely. On some on some of our water we know that it's that it's very old and so just yeah, we won't be actually starting to see changes until some on some yeah. of our water. So yeah. So so what are we going to do? We're going to do sort of five to fifteen years yeah. out, is that the thought? Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's best to start with what do we know? Like yeah. what do we actually know about the impending future? Yeah, I mean, I think that that's a great question. Look, you'd have to be blind or or deaf not to have listened to or heard some of the issues. Offend that- the issue. <laughs> <laughs> but look, I, I just think I think there's some real key things that are that are that are coming up or or, or are here now. I mean, we're, like for example, our customers are saying to us, "We want to buy food which is ethically produced." Mm. We want to buy uh, some. Some of our customers are saying we want to buy food, whether they're willing to pay for it is another issue. But we want to buy food that's hopefully got carbon zero or, or carbon positive. Yeah. So we're starting to hear those kind of things. We want to we want to buy food from uh, from farmers who or from people who have who have got good labour management and have treated their labour well. So there's a whole lot of sort of thoughts in there which are already here now. Yeah. And and I think that that's the challenge that we face is that what will that look like going into the future? What is a farm system going to look like? Yeah, so it's a real challenge, and and you know we've spoken to some other people within the industry, and and the influence that the consumer is having, which is very different to perhaps in your previous yes. twenty five years experience in the industry, where you know the, the you know farming you largely farm the way you wanted to farm yep. and you produce milk the way you wanted to produce milk, you yep. know, whatever delivered the best bottom line profit, that's what that's what you did. Mm. Whereas now there's more influence coming through from the customer slash consumer mm. 
in the way you treat your land, the way you treat your people, the way you treat your cows, and that's likely to continue. Yeah, it's interesting. I like you know once again looking back, it was it was it was print media, it was radio journalism, it was TV, and now. I mean, cell phones, people just take yeah. a photo of what they've seen, and so it's a lot more visible. Yeah. People can't hide. Not in their briefcase. <laughs> Not in their briefcase <laughs> that you run over anyway. That's right, exactly. So I think I think there's, there's some significant ch- uh, changes that have occurred, which means that we're a lot more transparent, and so therefore we have to be a lot more aware of what we do and say and how we do mm. things. I think mm. it's really, really critical. Mm. I mean, and, and the reality is too, I mean, you, th- you think about the future once again, and, you know, I've always sort of thought after a trip that we'd done, was it 2017, I think, or 2018, yeah. something like that, Matt and I went away to the States. We came back from that with this idea that the future lies in pasture-based animal production. Uh, I recently went to China, and these are these mega dairies, like 50,000 cow dairies, 100,000 cow dairies. And and what struck me when I, when I visited these farms was that they're incredibly well run, they were very clean. They were producing milk at scale. Like we're talking about 14,000 litres a cow, over 100,000 cows, mm. uh, really low somatic cell counts, pretty good longevity in the herd. You know, the, I know that barn systems have often been criticised for not having areas for cows to play. These these farms that I visited had these great big sand areas outside of the barn that the cows had free access to. So, you know, you'd see them interacting with each other. So a lot of those things which we have criticised the kind of the barn systems for these that that actually done. Yeah, and so I sort of thought, well, how do we compete against that system? Mm. Where does our future lie? And and I've really I've become even more strongly in this pasture based, ethically produced mm. animal pro- animal protein, basically yeah. because the competitors are already doing really well. Yeah, they're doing really really well. well. They've they've upped their game, and it's yeah. much the same as you said. We went, but. Uh, so how just many years? Recently. So like so so, so there was what five years between when yeah you five years ago when, yeah. since we were last there but only a couple of months ago I was I was there with a group of New Zealand farmers and they were amazed at the standards that these dairy farmers were operating to and the level of cleanliness yeah. through through the parlors through the barns and of the whole entire farm it's so different to what it probably was twenty years ago when the factory farming first came out yeah and so that legacy is dying out. And they're producing good quality milk mm. with great practices, and so and probably having a less of an impact as yeah, well. Yeah. And so our position, I suppose, is we've got to lift our game and continue to do that. Mm. Otherwise, we're out with these big boys. So, so Ian, for you then, and and this is probably to you as well, Matt, and and what you've seen in the in China and the US is this. Doing what we do now better, or is this moving on to a new direction, sort of a new way of farming? And I'm probably thinking a little bit further out than maybe the next five to ten years. Do we are we on the right trajectory with the way we farm now and where we're heading? I think we lose the pasture-based animal production at our peril. Yep. I think that that you know, there's no yep. there's no question about that. And and look, you know, I often get ask the question, well, why are you talking about this? Um, surely, you, you know, you, you're employed by a maize seed company. The reality is I'm not worried about maize. I mean, there's so much investment into maize. I'm worldwide. not worried about that worldwide, yeah. internationally. Uh, and we are seeing, even in New Zealand, our maize silage yields are sort of going at pretty linear, about, about 250 to 300 kilograms of dry matter hectare a year. Mm. So, so, so big increases. Pastures really concerns me. Mm. And I just think our lack of investment in pasture is, is, is because that's where our future lies. Yeah. People love the idea of cows outside grazing out in the sun, 
you know, um, eating naturally, all that sort of yeah. stuff. There's there's a lot. Of, the whole idea of freedom is a big thing for animals, but we're going to have to do it better. Yeah, we have to do a lot better and than that, what we're doing. And 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 we've obviously talked to colleagues in the industry, and we've got to start seeing some productivity gains. Yep. in that space. Absolutely. So yep. so you know things like I mean one of the things I uh, we're just going through a bit of a tough time, obviously the industry with lower payouts, et cetera. One of the things I mean to me is is, is just wastage. Mm. You know how how do we actually develop a system with a lot less wastage yeah. than because we, we're wasting nutrients, yep. we're wasting animals, we're wasting feed. You know how do we actually get a more efficient system going forward? Yeah, yep. I, I definitely I've, I I don't often agree he, with I, Ian, but I, I am think gonna, he was going to steal gonna, your gonna, point. Yeah, there. I was going to say I agree completely on that one. I think and and I'm really encouraged by the by the next generation of farm owners that are. Uh, that are already on this pathway, you know. There's there's a lot of you know in your early part of your career, you talked about feed waste, right? Yeah. You know, and the ways that you could you well, know, build putting feed We've moved to the next generation, if you like, and and now we're not just looking at feed waste. You know, we're looking at how do we get you know efficiency in people's time, the efficiency in in cow production. So can we get more from more from less, mm. uh, the efficiency in which we use nutrients, you know, the minimization of the impact we have on not the envir- just the environment below ground, but the above ground, you know, in terms of air quality. So there's lots of stuff happening already in that space. And I'm really encouraged by the generation of farmers that are already quite well advanced. Because I've already started to, you can see them start to implement things out. Like you see production yep. per cow going up, you see yep. better labor management. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Better nutrient management, and we'll see the benefits of those flow through over the next five or ten years. But so you guys um, seem all chipper about the future. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think if you yeah. actually got out of your yeah. your yeah. recliner, <laughs> you're probably well, we're soon to Zimmer be Zimmer frame. Zimmer frame. Yeah, and and what we're seeing out there, like so, the young progressives. There's probably a bit of hope there, but there's also some negativity still floating around. Like where where is the hope, or where do we find hope? Look, I, you can you can't see because you you don't allow me to take my shirt off. But <laughs> you, my pioneer uh, tattoo <laughs> on my chest. Um, look, I th- I think I and look, I, this is a this I'm straight up with you. I think maize is a wonder plant. It really is, and I think maize will be part of the future. So I think that 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 it's it's a low protein feed. It takes up nutrients at depth. It is it is able to be stored. It's flexible. It's it produces good yields. All those things. I think maize is going to be part of the future, but the concern that I've got, and hopefully, hopefully now we're our scientists and, and and people are listening, the concern is I've got that I've got is over pasture. We need to have a pasture system that's resilient, that we can produce food that people in in, in the states or Europe or China or Japan or whatever they want to buy, because they look at this cow eating grass and they yeah. go, yeah, that's yeah. what we want. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be supported by maize silage. Maize is going to be an important part of that. It'll be a critical part of that. But it's the story really is around mum and dad farms that produce good quality feed in an ethical way from animals that are happy. I'm going to challenge them just a little mm. bit on this, right? Because uh, while I agree that maize is a wonder plant, I think we're going to have greater emphasis on the quality of feed. And mm. I think if we were to challenge ourselves working for Pioneer, I think that's a, an avenue we need to be paying more attention to because we're going to expect more and more from our animals, more and more from our land, and the quality of the feed going into those animals is going to come into question. Look, Yeah, because this is the challenge that I give to you guys because the challenge I give to you guys is then how do we do that with maize? 
I mean, you know, what does it mean? We haven't, you know, what is it? Do we lift the cutter bar? Do we yeah. do we get greater corn? All that kind of stuff. I think that's the challenge of the future. BMRs, population. Yeah, yeah, yeah brown it, midribs. Yep. Yeah, population yeah. number. Yep, yeah. absolutely. How we actually get more out of that, that acre of land yep. effectively. Yeah. Or out of this, this wonder plant that you yep. call it. And we've got to do it in a way which just ticks all those other boxes. Yeah. You know, what is the impact on the environment? How does that work with our animals? What does it work for our, for our labour? All those kind of things. We've really got to make sure that we have got a system, and it will be a system solution, actually. Yeah. It's not just going to be a, a one, you know, it's not, there's no silver bullet here. How is that actually going to work? What are we going to do? Yeah. I'm going to go now, I'll take a little bit further out, Ian, because I know you've got an opinion on this, as you do on many things. <laughs> uh, but um, in terms of a little bit further out, you know, we see these alternative technologies. Yeah. Where do you see those in the future competing with our, what we would consider traditional kind of forms of production? So I'm talking about plant-based yeah, production, yeah. plant-based proteins, you know. If we can produce food on an industrial scale, it seems that the price will go down. You guys know that I lived among the poor. Mm. I've seen people die of starvation. My hope for the future for those people is in cheap nutritious food yeah and i think that that will be done at an industrial level whether it's done in a lab or whatever i think it's, it's not necessarily that important but i think new zealand doesn't produce a lot of food yeah i mean we don't you know when you look at the size yeah. of the the amount of food that we produce and so therefore let's produce food that rich people want to buy yeah. um so that our wealth continues to grow and and we continue yeah. to be one of the more wealthy countries high value. So high value. the china's the us on 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 their scale yep they can produce. Keep they can it, yeah. mass produce food. It's fantastic. We want them to mass produce food. If we're going to feed ten billion people, we need we need a lot more food off a lot less land. So yeah. to your point, you know, it's the whole efficiency thing. If we want to sell food, yeah. I want to sell it to the person who's prepared to pay the most. Yeah. What I'm sitting here thinking, and if I'm 35 years old, uh, 40 to 45 years old, I've um, either bought my first farm or wanting to buy my first farm. What gives me some hope and excitement? about my career and owning and, and managing a farm? Oh, he's even, he's even paused. Um, it's... We've got an amazing industry. We've really got an amazing industry. We've got some great science coming through. Um, you know, we, we look at 3NOP, for example, with methane. Got to work out how to get that into cows, but we know that has significant reduction. Um, we know that we can grow food in, 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 in a pasture-based system with significant reduction in nitrogen, phosphate, sediment loss. We know we can do that. So there's a lot of, you know, we know we've got staff and, and, and people that are, you and I, yeah. we've, 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 we've all worked with these mm. guys, mm. these next group of farmers, you know, men and women who are just really, really clever coming through. Yeah. And I think, you know, the market's going to dictate what of those things will be successful and what it'll want. But I'm really hopeful for the future. I mean, I, as I say, I... I'm gonna. I'm finishing at the end of this year. I'm finishing soon. I have got so much hope. I look at. I look at you both, and I'm pretty excited about where you guys are going to be taking the industry. But I also look at our industry, and I just see this great group of people coming through that are passionate, uh, and they are going to make changes. and mm. And it'll be a different industry from what um, we started with. But it, boy, it's going to be a goodie. I like that. I like that, and it's it, it is minds like yours that we uh, we will miss. But I think you'll be chirping in from. I tell you, what, I'm going to be fishing, some, yeah. <laughs> and and hopefully going to some of those farmers and eating a bit more of those cakes. Yeah, and, yeah. I'm thinking poor Elaine. She's done all this farm work. Now you're going to come home and and interject, but you're also going to be going put on a body conditioning score, days and milk, 
Yeah. My, my I'll be the putting on the body condition score. <laughs> my pick is that Elaine will get sick of him within about three months, four months time, and be kicking him out to, to get her, get her out from under her feet. We Basically. might just see him back. So, yeah, too yeah. true. Hey guys, it's been fantastic delving into into dreamland and, and and what the future might look like. And you can only use experience to to look forward. So thank you both for that. And and again, thanks Ian for all your hard work in, in the industry and what you've done in terms of being a true leader. Before I go, make sure you subscribe, share with your friends, tell everyone down at the pub, feed for thoughts, a good li- listen. Tune in next time. Talk to you again soon.